Glitterball Podcast. After six weeks and 42 days, we finally have a winner. And it's time to talk all about the final week in Britain's most famous house. We had tumultuous exits, tears before bedtime, and ultimately a triumphant tenant in Big Brother's house. Oh yes, there is a lot to talk about. It's time for the final weekly recap of He's Always Watching. I hope you're ready. Let's get into it. Welcome to He's Always Watching, a Big Brother podcast. Before we get into the discussion, dissection and analysis of this episode, just a reminder, I'm not judging these housemates as total people. I'm judging them off the edit we are seeing, so please be kind and don't send any hate. It's only a game show. It's not that serious. Oh my God, I can't believe we're here. How have we gotten through the last six weeks of this show so very quickly? It honestly feels like it has gone by in the blink of an eye. And I am shook. But we finally have a winner. Yes, Jordan has taken out the crown for Big Brother 2023 out of a triumphant final five but we will get to that in a second. First things first, we need to talk about this week's tasks and those who fell before the finish line. Ah, yes. So I would say this was the unused tasks format kind of week because Big Brother threw everything and the kitchen sink at our housemates this week. From the outlaw task with the llamas, Hysterical, by the way. That llama image, I fucking love. It is so, so funny. They've done such a wonderful job with the task this year. I loved the ball pit moment that went on as well. I was like, what on earth is going on here? It was nice to see Jordan do some cleaning, though. I will say that. Um, It was very much of a mishmash of a week. But I don't think that is our headline act for this week. Oh, no. It's time that we talk about those that fell before the post. And boy, oh boy, was it a mixed bag. So, based off face-to-face nominations, which I would argue were a little less tense than I expected them to be, we had Jordan, Jenkin and Tom be evicted. But surprise, it's not a real eviction. Oh no, they're just going into Big Brother's spare room. Which, part of me goes, ah, yeah, sure. Was it really needed this late in the game? And also, Tom totally flubbed the opportunity to bring a housemate into the diary room and actually get something out of it, using his vendetta against Yunran for nominating him when she already explained herself. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, that was a waste, mate. You're a waste of a housemate, quite frankly. Look, I still stand by that. Tom has given me nothing except be exceedingly horrible to Yinran in this last week. And that does not a good house... Housemate, sorry, make. Not at all. So I was glad to see that he fell before the final because if he had made it to the final, 
I would have been livid. Jenkin as well. Jenkin, I think, really showed his true colours of just being adaptable and kind of nasty. He's a bit of a yes man to whoever is around him, be it Paul, be it Chanel. Like, grow a backbone, mate. I don't know. It just didn't sit well with me. And I really wanted these interviews upon their exits to be a bit more hold the feet to the fire. You... Not all the questions need to be hold the feet to the fire, but I feel like, for the most part, these housemates have gotten away with quite a lot because they're not held to accountability upon their exit. So I'm like, what's the point of the eviction interview if you're not going to hold them accountable for their actions during their time in the house? They're pointless. Absolutely pointless. You'd be better off scrapping them and just showing them leave and that's it at this point. Put them on a bus a la Big Brother 10 and be done with it. I don't know. It's weird. But let's talk about the biggest shock of the week. It's time to talk about letters from home and the taste of heaven. Look, the taste of heaven, seven minutes in heaven task was a lot of fun very well executed I liked the little heaven space although I was very concerned about Matty accidentally kicking the cameras that are on the floor when he was ecstatic dancing but it was really lovely seeing Henry with his beloved dog I thought Noki with the sushi was a bit weird I'm like how are you going to eat that much sushi on your own lady like hmm but overall I thought it was a very good task I did love seeing Yinran have some mischief with Noki thought that was quite entertaining it was and it's nice to see her open up even more in the last few days we've I think we've really seen her grab these last few days in that environment with everything she could and that's really lovely but the seven minutes in heaven task turned a little bit deadly in the end because they got their letters from home and while we got to see a lovely moment with Yinran and Olivia Matty's was a poison chalice. Written from the perspective of Big Brother, it sealed his fate and told him he would not make the final. This was genius. Absolutely genius. Terribly brutal at the same time. But absolutely genius. We've had edible letters, we've had shredded letters, and now we've had letters of eviction. Like, wow. I didn't think you could top shred, shred, shred. But yet, they have. It only took them five five years off air to figure that out. But I think it was worth the wait, in a way. I felt terrible for Matty. But even worse for Yinran, who had to deliver the news and obviously did not take it well. So, that was... I would say... Maddie's eviction and that whole theatrical moment may be my highlight of the week. I know, big strong call there because we did get to see Yinran be received by her adoring public, which was beautiful in the final. And I have to say, overall, I was pretty pleased with our final five. I think in each prospective housemate, they have given us something that I would go, okay, you're worthy of being here. 
I think this is the first time in a while with a British finale that I've gone, actually, you know what? I don't care either way who wins here. You've all given us something. You've all been on a journey. You've all delivered. It may not be what you promised in the beginning, but you've all delivered entertaining, interesting content. And for that, I thank all of them. So if any of the housemates do happen to listen to this, hi, slide into my DMs. It'd be good to have some interviews. But second of all, thank you for such a wonderful season. Because you really, you've killed it. And you should be very proud of yourselves. The last thing we should do before we head into the grand finale is talk about Jenry one last time. So obviously Henry was heartbroken when Jordan was evicted and I think this was really interesting because we got to see them separated and I think we got to see more of the genuine feelings from Jordan. It's almost as if he loosened up a little bit more having the experience kind of pulled away from him, if that makes sense, like that moment of separation kind of snapped him into going oh god my friend and or look I think we're somewhat safe to say they're more than friends now right I know Jordan's been running around saying platonic platonic but they've kissed that many times I have my doubts so I think that was really interesting to see them separated and see them both cope without each other that is probably my highlight of that spare room moment. But after this break, we will get into the grand finale and crowning our winner. Welcome back. So it is time to talk about the grand finale. Now, first things first, Thank Christ, ITV listened and they actually gave us the interviews in the show. However, I am flabbergasted that they did not include the winner's interview in the main show. Like, what are we doing? Only 600,000 people saw Jordan's interview compared to 1.25 million and that's on overnights. And I feel like that's a bit of a fumbled opportunity because the rest of the show was perfect. Just tack another half hour onto it and you would have been sold. It would have been absolutely flawless. No notes. However, I do have to give the British public some notes because these placements, what is wrong with you? I am so angry at some of these placements, particularly Yinruns. Fourth place is a travesty. Our People's Princess deserved far better than she got. She did get a wonderful reception, which is is great news, but she deserved that $100,000 in my opinion. I'm not saying Jordan didn't deserve it. Jordan deserved it as well, but I was Team Yinran. Now I can say that. Now the vote's over. I was fully Team Yinran. However, the other shock result to me was Olivia. 
I was quite surprised to see her be final two. I genuinely thought once Yinren left, the top two would be Jordan and Henry. Because they've been such a central plot point of this entire season, I thought, well, oh, here we go. It makes cinematic sense that Jordan and Henry would be the final two, right? It just makes sense. However, I was wrong. And our final two were Jordan and Olivia. I will say this, Olivia has earned her spot in the top two. I believe she has been a very well-rounded housemate, even though at times I've loved to hate her. I've also really loved her at times, so it kind of, it switches, I guess. But I was shocked to see her in the final two. I really thought it would be Jordan and Henry. However, none of that matters because ultimately the British public crowned Jordan. Which is quite ironic given we had Cameron as our previous reigning winner who was of a similar vein of like, I'd say it's a little less dry than Jordan, but it's interesting the type of characters that the British public cling to for me as an Aussie. I go, it's really quite intriguing to watch. I really thought Yunran had it in the bag, but I was obviously wrong there. Thank God I didn't place a bet. That's all I'm going to say. But with that, my lovely fishbowl adventurers, we have reached the end of the very first season of He's Always Watching, a Big Brother podcast. I love you so much. Thank you for being here for this journey. The response to this podcast has blown me away. Never in my wildest dreams did I expect us to reach the consistent numbers that we have. And I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful that you've joined me each week to ramble on about one of my favourite shows ever and arguably the best version ever. I know that might be controversial to some, but to me, it is just the truth. I love this show and I'm so fucking glad it's back. But fear not, because we're not quite done just yet. I am also diving into I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, which starts on Sunday for the UK. Over on my main feed, you can find the link in the show notes. And I have an after party for you, talking all about the season that was coming up very shortly. But for now... Please take care out there. And remember, Big Brother's not the only one who's always watching. See you soon.
Glitterball Podcasts.